Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for dropping by to listen. Let me give you a little background about me. I'm a history teacher. Now, in addition to enjoying the fascinating stories from the past, one of the reasons that I love history is that it gives me an opportunity to evaluate my own life. How would I react in situations that real people have faced in the past? Today, I'd like you to do that as well as we take a short journey back in time, just a little over 80 years, and meet a person you may not have heard about. His name is Andre Trachme. In 1938, Andre Trachme, along with his wife and four children, arrived in the small village of Le Chambon-sur-Lignon. And if I didn't say that right, my French is not that good. It was a small village in southeastern France, and he became the pastor of the Protestant church. Now, it seemed like a good place of ministry, but the entire world was about to change. In 1940, just two years after Trocme arrived in Le Chambon, Germany invaded France and defeated them. They set up the Vichy government, and anti-Semitic laws were soon passed, and the Vichy government promised to hand over all Jewish refugees requested by the Nazis. But in that little church in the village of Le Chambon, Pastor Trachme preached the following. Tremendous pressure will be put on us to submit passively to a totalitarian ideology. The duty of Christians is to use the weapons of the Spirit to oppose the violence that they will try to put on our consciences. Now, Trachme urged his congregation to give shelter to the Jews, who he called the people of the Bible. We shall resist whenever our adversaries demand of us obedience contrary to the orders of the gospel, and we shall do so without fear, but also without pride and without hate. Now, the townspeople agreed it was their Christian duty to care for these people who were being hunted down by the Nazis in Hitler's pursuit of his final solution. And when word got out that Le Chambon would offer a sanctuary, thousands of Jews throughout Europe headed to the small village. The government learned what was going on, and it was not unusual for Nazi and French collaborators to show up unannounced to round up the Jews. But the townspeople always managed to get the Jews out of town and into hiding in the countryside. The Vichy government ordered Pastor Trachme to stop. But he responded, These people came here for help and shelter. I am their shepherd. A shepherd does not forsake his flock. But the French government had enough. They arrested Trachme along with the assistant pastor and a teacher at the local village school, and the men were sent to an internment camp where prisoners were housed until many of them were sent to concentration camps of the Third Reich, never to be heard from again. Now, the camp commander told Pastor Trachme that if he signed a document saying he would obey the government and not hide Jews, then he would be released. Trachme refused. 
After five weeks, though, of the townspeople just pleading to let their pastor out, Trachme was released and he returned to his village. But only a few weeks after that, he learned that the Gestapo had been ordered to kill him. So Trachme went into hiding until the end of the war. But during that time of hiding, he continued working with the people of the village in their efforts to save Jews. And some estimate between 2,000 to 5,000 Jews were saved during those years. Now, that was a very shortened version of a fascinating story. But some of the questions it raises in my mind are quite clear. And they're questions that I would like you to consider how you would have responded. Would you have encouraged other Christians to disobey the government's orders to save people that the government wanted to exterminate, knowing that if they did disobey, they could be killed or severely harmed? Another question. Would you have agreed like the townspeople did to hide and care for the Jews, even though it was dangerous to themselves and their families? Hmm. And then, this is another one. If you were in with that commandant and you were in a camp that you knew that you could be killed in, and if he came to you and all you had to do to get out was sign an agreement, would you have signed the agreement in the internment camp to obey the government so that you could be freed and returned to your family? Consider those questions. And if you're honest, the answers to those questions will reveal a lot about yourself. Now, before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 624 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. 